hello, hello. Welcome back, everyone, to uh, an episode of First to the Red Light. It's your boy, Jason. What's up, y'all? Um, yeah, hopefully the audio sounds, if not better, more interesting this time, because I have the mic inside my mouth, so we'll see. But uh, I'm sure a lot of y'all guys, gals, non-binary pals are very interested as to what this podcast episode is going to be about. Grief, courage, and guts. Um, Yeah, I guess, uh, (laughs) I guess, finally, I took some notes, and so this will be a little bit, a little bit, like, (laughs) I took, like, literally, I think I, okay, I wrote nine words as my notes to just help me bounce along from ideas to ideas instead of just whatever first comes to my mind, so, yeah, this will be, I guess, a different tempo or uh, feel from previous episodes, but uh, maybe, or maybe not, we'll see, Um, yeah, so let's get right into today's episode. Um... Well, I think to begin, there is something on my mind, because today, while I was uh, in class, uh, my coworkers had a fight, and it stressed me the frick out, and I was like, you know, I, was telling, I was talking to my friend Chris at the gym, now what's up Chris, how you doing? Uh, yeah, and uh, it was crazy, because I was like, I felt so you know, stressed out and anxious and worried about it. He was like, dude, why do you even care? And I was just like, why do I care so much? And I think that leads me into my first segment, what fighting means to me. And not, you know, physical fights or, yeah, not physical, you know, altercations, but just fighting, you know, disagreements where you have, you know, people tossing backwards, back and forth to each other and whatnot, but yeah, you have a lot of things to think about and care about when it comes to fighting. And a lot, I think a lot of people have a lot of things to say, but this is just my perspective of what it means to me. Yeah, so let's get right into it. Um, yeah, fighting for me, uh, I think the meaning can, you know, I can trace back its origins all the way to when I was a kid. Uh when my parents would fight a lot, a lot, a lot, they do, my parents would fight so much, like, and this, these aren't like, oh, you know, you never pick up the bacon, oh, my, I told you to pick up, it's like, yelling, I'm like, I wish you were dead, you, you must be happy sleeping with other women, you must be happy, you know, treating your kids this way, it's like, just terrible things, very insanely terrible things, but, yeah, so with all that said, of course, to me, you know, I mean, then my obviously you guys, gals, non-binary binary pals know, like, my parents got divorced when I was 20 years old, so it was crazy to finally see two decades of fighting just climax in a divorce, not only a divorce, but another child. I have a half-brother named Jordan. What's up, Jordan? It's your older brother. I don't know if you can, you'll ever listen to this or whatever, but 
yeah what's what's up my guy how you doing um but yeah it's this is crazy this is absolutely crack a lack and crazy because it's interesting to think that for me i think small even even the from the smallest fights from the smallest disagreements i think it's like oh like the relationship is over you know which is totally not true it's totally such a doomsday you know severe thing you know when, when fights happen all the time fights fights really happen all the time and it's important to keep in mind like oh my gosh <laughs> chris you just texted me that you need me so i will be right back we are going to pause this recording but yeah i will be right back um yeah hello hello uh sorry about the interruption oh my gosh so funny like as soon as i like dang like i'm gonna be a good podcaster and like take notes this time and have a structure and have different segments and think about you know <laughs> think about my content more i have an interruption like this so sorry y'all <laughs> you know one step forward two steps back but you know that's life uh yeah but I totally forgot where I was. Um, yeah, I guess what fighting means, it's just like the smallest argument means just like, you know, the end of the relationship. Like, and uh, going back to the DML, DML, um, podcast, podcast episodes, like they are so like, I think that's something that I realized finally recently, like after what five, yeah, wow, five years after the relationship ended, like, I broke up with her because I wasn't, I didn't stop liking her, but I broke up with her because we, because I was mad at her, you know, like I thought, <laughs> I thought that was the right thing to do. Like, you know, I'm mad at you. It, this is over. Like just to just punish her. And then of course she's a normal person. So like, she's like, okay, fine. It's, it's over. And then yes, you know, and I'm like later on, like, oh, I'm like, can we get back together? I'm like, ah, yeah, you guys gals non-binary pals know that whole mess mess of beans so yeah to me that's what fighting means and i just you know i am still sucked back into that time when i was a kid and just so many things don't go right and you know like so i think again like that's why i value peace like for the longest time i was a people pleaser i was like you know please don't fight anymore you know what can i do to cheer people up so i would always try to make people laugh you know lift up the situation and i think now that you know i'm trying to deal with my mental health and all these things like i've kind of lost that identity i've lost that you know side of me or part of me that was it took up so much of my psyche you know that took so much of the spotlight like wanting to like wanting people to like me wanting you know to be the the mediator, the moderator in all situations, but finally when I became, I guess, more not uh, opinion, opinionated has, the, uh, I think, the wrong connotation, but I guess when I started to have make my own decisions and my own, like, my question, the beliefs I was raised up on, you know, it's like, I began to create a lot of fights and create a lot of disagreements, and for me and my parents' relationship, they kind of, kind of suffered because, like, I think for my parents, they have the, obviously they have the same definition of fighting and the same, you know, uh, 
consequences, I guess, of fighting. It's like, oh, you disagree with me? You know, like, you're not my son anymore. It's like, whoa, like, dial it back. That's an overreaction, you know? So that is, I think, where I'm at right now in terms of fighting and, like, just slowly learning that, like, hey, you know, like, because I care about you, because, you know, sometimes I'm going to be immature and I'm going to say some some things I don't mean offhandedly, like, I'm going to fight with people that I care about. And it sucks. It's it's like that old uh, Isley, Isley Brothers song, like, you always hurt the ones you love, you know, the ones you shouldn't hurt at all. So it sucks, but it's what happens. That's, you know, that that's life. So it's uh, interesting to think about that. It's it's interesting to, I guess, understand that people fight and it's okay. I think, I think, you know, being on Zoloft now, being on, you know, continuing, continuing to be on medication, like I have this sense of anxiety, I guess, or worriedness because I'm just like, oh my God, when am I going to spiral? When am I going to, you know? go back to that dark place but you know that time never comes and i'm just like constantly waiting i'm like oh my god when is it gonna come when is it gonna come but so far this year like it hasn't really come it hasn't really reared its ugly head but but uh i still feel anxious you know i still feel like oh my god like don't know what's gonna happen but uh yeah i think a lot of anxiety that i feel and that i i guess not receive because that's it's the wrong word but i guess a, a lot of anxiety that i experience originates from like oh i want things to go well you know like things have to go perfect or else everything just fa fails or falls or falls apart and i think for the longest time i felt that way in terms of my life in terms of like not you know going to china or like going overseas for work and just instead you know staying here and pursuing nursing while at the same time you know wanting to do something creative and just being in the weird middle ground in a bunch of places so but it's it's interesting and it's um i guess kind of part of mature oh my i'm so sorry i just peeked uh it's kind of part of maturing and getting older just realizing like hey you know like you got to play with the cards that you're dealt with, you know, and it's like, instead of wasting my time and energy and effort, like, wishing and, you know, wishing upon a star and wanting to go back in time, like, I just gotta, like, live my life in the now, and I think one side of that, uh, I guess, like, that's, yeah, like, I guess one section of it that I'm, like, shining a light upon now is, like, I need to get over i guess my failures or like my high expectations i used to have for myself and kind of like deal with that and deal with like why i had expectations of myself or such high expectations for myself in the first place and then why i had such i guess severe punishments for myself you know like self-condemnation self-pity and uh in, in in the first place so that that's like a new aspect i'm learning and grieving with and another section that of this you know huge dark ball that is growing up I'm like shining us, shining my own flashlight on is like, is the positive things, you know, it's like when things like things can go well, things do go well, but it's like, I, I like, there's always a voice. There's always a part of me that's like, Oh, you know, like it's a, uh, it's only that other thing, you know, like don't trust it. You know, just wait until something bad happens. Like, don't worry. It all ends. It's like, Oh my gosh. Like Schmeagle, like relax, you know, 
Like, like I just be present in the moment, you know, and just like, I know, I know, okay, I know that it sounds so cliche and so like, oh my gosh, live, laugh, love, or like eat, pray, love, or like, you know, like love yourself. It's such a throwaway word, but it's like, it's really a different thing to live that, you know, like it's much easier said than done. And it's like, I think people have the wrong idea of like, or like a very like stereotyped idea of like living in the moment. It's like, oh, like get drunk, you know, live in the Vita Loca or like carpe all the diems, you know, like seize the day. But it's like, no, like (laughs) I think being present in the moment, it's like when you work hard and finally succeed at something, celebrate, you know, but at the same time, it's like when you work hard and you put a lot of time, effort, love, energy, blood, sweat, tears into something, and it doesn't turn out your yeah like for you, like grieve, mourn, you know, like get get some get your community community together and like talk about it and process it and begin the healing process together. And I think again, like my message to y'all guys, gals, non-binary pals, is like there are people out there that want to love you and like be with you and like care a lot about your mental health and like want just want to see you live you know a life that you didn't think you could live you know a a life that exceeds your expectations and i think when i want to like qualify that statement by saying like not like oh like you want to be rich and famous and blah 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 it's like no like like live a life live your life for more than just yourself I think that is a life worth living. And that is, I think, what's lost in a lot of, like, current, I guess, social atmosphere, social, cultural, like, circles. It's like, oh, you know, I want to be rich and famous. I'm not, I'm not going to go to college anymore. I want to be rich and famous on TikTok. Let's move in, move in together on, like, at, like, these um, influencer houses and, like, just be super good looking and, you know, and live in the present like this and it's like yeah that's great but it's like like the future that you are creating for yourself by living like that in your youth is not a a, a future that is nice <laughs> like okay nice. this is such a <laughs> it's like things are good <laughs> things happen <laughs> like that's not a future that is i think that's not the type of lifestyle you, I think, a lot of 50, 60 year olds want to keep living because they realize, like, dang, it's not that satisfying. It's not that rewarding. So, yeah, that, like, is things that to think about and things to consider, like, a life worth living is a life, uh, lived for, you know, loving others and serving others and as much as that may be countercultural in these days it's like it's true it's like it's so much better to i guess again like give than receive you know so yeah just something to think about what fighting means and i know i kind of went on a long tangent there but yeah like i think it kind of does segue and lead into a lot of things like you know growing up and realizing certain things and like finally addressing certain addressing certain things after like after all this mental noise has finally subsided or at least you know died down a little bit or subsided temporarily it's like it's time to you know really 
strike while the iron is hot, I guess. Like, while I have this energy and freedom to really dig deep and, like, stir up, like, all these bitter feelings that I have been suppressing or, like, negative emotions that I've been, I guess, super not keen to or super unaware of and that have been affecting my daily life, but I have just gone gotten accustomed to it because I've been living that way for the past 23 years, but now I'm, like, trying to change it, so, yeah. I guess that's another segue into another topic that, uh, oh my gosh, I don't know why it's, uh, you know, just so nervous and, and honestly very anxious about is women, girls. I have such a hard time talking to girls that I think are pretty. Like, yo, like, it's so hard to talk to them and, like, have a conversation and connect. I'm just like, oh my gosh, like, and I think, again, it goes back to these expectations that I've had on myself and I, I've had um, listening and gathering to gathering. It's like, yo, like, I really need to not, like, like I need to get out of my head. And I, I, I was explaining it to my, you know, going back, I was explaining it to my friend Chris the other day. It's like, I I have the yips when it, when it comes to girls now. Like, I'm just like. I used to be able to talk to them and like chat them up. But it's like now, like I'm like so nervous and anxious, and I can't even get like a normal, unmumbled, unshaky <laughs> sentence out. I'm just so like, uh, uh, like today, like I was in an anatomy class and I was asking a girl for like a, a photo of a you know histology slide, and I was like, hey, like can I have that um, slide photo? Can you airdrop it? Hi, I'm Jason. <laughs> like it was just so awkward i was like why is it like this i just oh man i'm just and like that's just another thing i think going all not at all but a lot of my beliefs pass through dml and it sucks because it's like oh shoot i think i mean i was working out today i think i kind of just realized that it's like dang like it does have to do with her which sucks but it's like it's reality and i got to face it and confront it and process it and heal from it one way or another. And I'm never going to do that unless I try. I'm never going to do that unless I put in the effort, take the time and, you know, do it. So, yeah, this is, I guess, the next segment. It's doing that stuff. It's processing. And I think, I think this may be a little heady or whatever, but it's, I think I don't. I think I'm more prejudiced against women now. And I, it's that, uh, yeah, it's, I'm just being honest with y'all guys, gals, non-binary pals. It's just what, what I think I'm going through right now. Like, I feel like when I see a girl mess up, like, I'm just like, oh my God, she's so stupid. All girls are stupid. Or like when I'm, when I like see someone being like unaware of this drive, I'm like, oh my God, like, of course it's a girl, like unaware, classic. And I'm just like, yo, like, that's messed up of me to think and to believe and to label women in that way. And it's wrong. And I should be called out for it. But, uh, okay, also, side note, like, I think we need to have an, as a, like, I live in America, so it's like, that's already, like, a loaded, you know, situation. But it's like, we need to have an honest conversation about prejudice and things without condemnation. We We need to have serious talks about like our negative stereotypes about certain groups of people 
and it needs to happen sooner rather than later because it's look it's building up it's gonna build up and it's gonna spill over it already spilled over and it's just gonna keep getting worse if we don't do anything about it so yeah it's gonna get worse before it gets better or it's just gonna get worse before it gets even worse <laughs> yeah but uh yeah so i think talking about that heading into the heady section <laughs> um it's like I think there are two perspectives of prejudice, and I'm so sorry. Uh, I'm going to sneeze real quick. Um, yeah, so it's such an interesting topic because it's like, with prejudice, you think of like, oh, like negative emotions, yada, 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 you know, but I think that's like one side of, you know, again, the dark ball that is prejudice and racism and bigotry. It's like, it's like that's one section and i think another section which is very weird and i think not personal to me because it's never really happened but i just think i just see it a lot it's like like you know asian fetishization you know it's like yo like white guys and asian girls it happens and you know what it happens both ways like the white guys fetishize the asian girls and the asian girls fetishize the white guys it just had it just it just is what it is and like that all those things belong under the or belong in the dark ball of of prejudice and bigotry and you know it leads to dehumanizing people and just seeing them as objects or means to an end means to an end so i think that's why sometimes i like that's why i say like my feelings for women you know like are like not just obviously not just the ones i just stated like uh all girls are um stupid or like unaware of their surroundings but also like oh like i'm so nervous to talk to them because it's like oh something could happen between us or like I could, this could be the start of a new like uh, of a new relationship or like oh this could be you know the one yeah but it's like dude i don't even know this person like i'm just having a conversation with them and it's like yo like that's not how real life works like you can't just like talk to someone once and be like, oh my god, now we're in love. It's like, no, like, you have to build up a relationship before you even can see, like, before you even consider, like, oh, you know, like, do I like this person? Do I not like this person? And it's like, it's such a ridiculous thing to be like, hi, my name's Jason. Like, you want to start a family together? It's like, what? <laughs> you know, it's like, at least ask for her name first. But yeah, okay, sorry. That, no. Um, yeah it's such a i i think that so like my point is like i think those feelings i have like oh my god like this person could be you know my wife or like the love of my life it's like that is like kind of like a sexist because like not every woman or girl is like a is a like a conquest for me or like a, a potential chance to fill my loneliness or like a potential chance to like finally find true love and be happy it's like you know like even okay first of all okay two things even first of all if like if i do date or do get married or do start a family it's like those things aren't gonna make me happy in it of, of themselves you know they're just gonna highlight what i'm currently feeling in those moments like like i don't know yeah i'm trying to cuss less but it's like like, pussy isn't going to make me happy. You know, pussy isn't going to solve all my problems. Like, they're, I'm still going to have the problems. And, like, I'm going to even have 
even more problems maybe like depending on who i choose to enter into a relationship with because it's like when you're when i'm in a relationship i'm not just dealing with my own things now I'm, i have to take care of someone i have to like you know worry about how they're doing and want, i want to listen to them and like put an effort and time into making them feel loved and cared for and protected and it's like you know i can't do that if i'm just like worried about myself or like only thinking about myself the whole time and just like being like okay yeah now it's time to have sex you know like oh how's your day okay whatever blah 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 let's have sex it's like that, that's that, that's not a recipe for a long-lasting uh com- commitment oriented loving relationship that's a recipe for like yo like let's 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 hook up you know basically and i think that's um kind of like the point the secondly it's like it's like that is not like a way to treat humans to to treat people like women are not born and live their lives just so i can have sex with them it's like yo that's messed up they live very fulfilling and like beautiful life-giving you know complex lives before they even knew i existed so it's like it's like how selfish and self-centered am i to think that like yo like just because you know they exist and now they are in contact with me like oh they have to like submit it's like oh that's not how life works so uh, that's something i do need to process and i think i had a lot of years of suppressing so it's like really deeply ingrained now but it's something i want to work on because it's not right for me to believe that it's not right for me to to objectify and dehumanize women like that so yeah that's a big thing that i want to address especially as i get older especially as i like think about my mom and especially because i have nieces i have beautiful you know girls in my life that i want to see grow up and get into loving relationships and you know want them to be happy and it's like uh you know how can i have those beliefs about women if i like you know want want yeah you know you, you guys know what i'm saying like how can i have those two beliefs those are mutually exclusive beliefs dehumanizing someone in terms of just seeing them as sexual object, objects and wanting someone to live a full human life so yeah like It's it's interesting because I started this podcast thinking, you know, you know, I'm gonna talk about these things. I'm gonna, you know, I have these thoughts and these connections, but it's like at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you know, like this is really just a time capsule for me. And if you guys, gals, non-binary pals, want to listen, like, that's great. But I think more so than anything, like, this is for me rather than any of y'all. And I hope you keep listening, you know, because maybe it'll help you. But at the same time, you know, I'm not going to break my back or whatever to, to put more effort or energy into this because th- like i'm already getting great benefits from this like talking and processing externally talking and 
using my mouth to understand my own feelings. It's like, or using my voice, I guess. So, yeah, you know, if you guys want to judge me, like, please go for it. You know, like, I don't really see a reason not to, you know, like, I think as humans, like, we just judge, but it's like, yeah, I, at least I'm putting myself out there. I'm being vulnerable and it's helping me. And you're just sitting back and just listening to this and like judging. <laughs> well, I know that took a weird kind of turn and vibe, but yeah, <laughs> I, I, I just don't know. I feel like I feel like life is not what I expected it to be. And in a lot of ways, I feel let down and disappointed, but I think in more ways than I feel disappointed and let down, like, I'm like, I feel so great about life right now. I feel so excited and like happy to love people and invite new people into my life and make new connections. But yeah, I guess that leads into the last segment of this episode. It's like, I really want to... I guess live my life. Or, I like... How do I think? Like, I'm kind of blanking, but... I mean, I think it's because... It's not that I have a lot of... It's not that I have nothing to say, but I think it's that I have too much to say. They're, it's all trying to come out at once, you know? It's like, <laughs> it's like that why Mr. Burns like is like super old and has all these diseases, but it's perfectly healthy. It's like all these diseases are help, are trying to like get through the door at the same time. So if he ever like tries to cure one, like he gets all the other diseases, which is so funny. But yeah, I think that's what's happening right now. That's why I'm blinking. But like, I think... I thought life would be more exciting. Like, I thought exciting and fulfilling were the same thing, if that makes sense. Like, I thought life was very, like, you know, if you're not doing big things every second of your life, you know, like, you're not living life to the fullest. You're not carping the diem. But I'm, like, now I'm realizing it's like, dang, life is slow. And when it's slow and consistent and maybe a little routine and mundane it's like that's when it's really satisfying that's when it's like so beautiful and so awesome to just maybe like before you go to bed just sit back and think like dang like how did i how did i get here how what are the things that i had to go through to kind of get to where i am and i think i was like thinking about this because i was like so weird super duper weird i was like thinking like yo you know like again i have these stupid fantasies it's like if i were to meet someone like randomly we would just like hit it off or click it's like dang like how did you become so cool and like she tells me her story it's like and then she asked me the same thing it's like how did you get so cool and i was like oh like i tried to kill myself <laughs> and that's like when i woke up and i realized like dang like what is what is really satisfying in this life? And I think it's really, really, really easy to, like, to, I think the majority of people choose the quick fix. They choose, like, hey, you know, like, 
I like living for myself or like you know if I'm not hurting anyone you know like I'm you know don't bother me but it's like again like going back to the first you know, I, I, whatever like earlier in this podcast it's like a life lived for yourself is not a very satisfying life at all and it's like yeah of course you should listen to yourself and you know self-care and you know, listen to your body and listen to your mind and listen to your heart for you know its needs and how it's communicating to you but at the same time it's like those needs a lot of times like have to do with other people like you know wanting to talk to someone and be like hey like you seem like a cool person how's your day going like can you tell me a little bit about yourself it's like i don't know i want to live in a world where like that is more normal and in my mind like in my values like i don't understand why why we can't whoa did i just become an optimist again like <laughs> damn did i just become an optimist prime again okay sorry like super man. um like i don't think there is any reason for me to be bitter i guess yeah if like if i want to create an energy or culture in a certain environment it's like i should i should just do it and that goes back to like car paying the dm it's like this oh okay i know i know i, I remember what i was going to say at the end of this podcast um it's like this, this courage that it takes to just be like why not why not do it why like what are the reasons not to just talk to someone you see like like hey like you seem really cool like how's your day going can you tell me a little bit about yourself it's like yeah whoa you know like um yeah like the worst thing that can happen is like they just say like no you weirdo like go away like okay and then you just go to the next person or you go to the next next person because that person saw you do that and then you're like oh my god please don't talk to me <laughs> so i don't know i i really think and i believe that connecting and loving people is like a great part of, an aspect of life it's like you hear these stories and you hear like dang like we all have this kind of shared experience, but we, we're not sharing it because it's like, it's hard to be like, oh, you know, I'm anxious and nervous when it comes, like, like me, like, for me, like me, for example, it's like, when I want to talk to girls, it's like, I, I, yeah, like, like sometimes I just want to talk to them and be like, hey, like, what's, like, you seem like a cool person, like, what's your deal? You know, like, how's your day going? Like, can you tell me anything about yourself? And it's like, I think that is super weird to do, but at the same time, it's like, I want to do it. I want to ask that person, like, honestly and earnestly, like, and I really mean it. Like, I really want to hear, like, about your day and, like, like, who you are and why, like, how you came to be, how you came to this place in your life. Because that's, that's the person I am. And that's kind of the energy that I, I want to set out into the world. I'm curious, I'm so curious about people. I'm like, I'm so fascinated with them. And I think, like, I'm like, a group that I'm especially fascinated with. And like, again, going back, tying in everything, like, I love women. I really do. And I like, I'm so curious about how they function and interact and like live their daily life. It's like, because it's so foreign to me. And that's so beautiful. A lot of the times, sometimes it's kind of like, oh, my, you're, 
disgusting person, but, but I think a lot of times, like, dude, like, you're, you have such an amazing life, and you're such a cool, like, person, like, that's great, I'm glad I was able to meet you today, and, like, have this short little enlightening conversation, like, that's cool, I love having these talks, and I love having, I don't know, maybe that's another idea I can do, or, like, another thing I can do, like, I just, like, sit down and talk to people, and, like, find out who they are, and understand, like, what made them believe in the, the things that they believe, and, like, what made them see, how, what made them see, you know, or why, oh, god, how, <laughs> which, which word do I use, like, like, why they see things in the way that they see them, yeah, that's a really bad way of explaining it, but that's who I am, and, yeah, I think, uh, I might change the title of this episode because I think this is what I wanted to talk about for a while. Like, I am, I just am who I am and I, I love people and I love like understanding them, but I hate when people judge me for being me. I, be, I hate it when people condemn me for being me. It's like, yeah, it's weird. Maybe I shouldn't do it, sure, but it's like, fuck you, I'm gonna do me. I guess. I think that's like kind of like where my punk energy comes from. It's like, fuck it, you know, I want to be me. Like, I don't care. I re- I kind of do care what you think because like, it's like people who like me, like I'm able to get more out of them. And I know it's like, whoa, wait, what's dark turn, but it's like, I, I'm able to like connect with them more, I guess. And people who don't like me, it's like, They've already put up their walls and armor. It's like, why, why would I like give the time of day to kind of like, please like me? It's like, you've already made your choice. You've already chosen to judge me and, and, and clam up. It's like, okay, that's cool. That's fine. But at the end of the day, I'm still going to do me and I'm still going to try and love people and really try and connect because Dang, it's a cool thing to do. I think it's a great thing to do. Because, as I said before, like the type of life that I want to live is a life serving and loving and connecting with others. And it's weird, but it's who I am. It's really strange. It's really like, whoa, like, I, like imagine you live in New York City and you like see someone like walking down the street or like someone approaching the coffee shop and be like, hey, like, I just saw you from across the shop and I thought you were a cool person. Like, can I buy you a cup of coffee? Like, how, how's your day going? You know, like, can you tell me a little bit about yourself? And if they say no, then it's like, no worries. You know, like, enjoy, enjoy the coffee. But it's like, dude, I don't know. I guess it only takes one yes. So weird. I guess it only takes one yes to like make a connection and I think, I used to think like, it was like 50% yes or 50% no, but it's like, dude, it's like 99% no, 1% yes, but it's like that 1% really outweighs the 99%, which is crazy, because it's like, dang, like that 1% is like, delicious, great, yummy, 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 yep, food for my tummy, so, yeah, I know this kind of end segment went off the rails a little bit, but 
just speaking off the dome doing me. So, yeah, it's, it is nice. I think it's great to talk and communicate with people and just love them and connect because it's like, I don't know. It's fascinating to me. It's fascinating to me as to why stories... It's the same reason... I think people are fascinating in the same way that movies and TV shows are fascinating. It's like, you have a character and you have a story and you want to see how it ends up. Or you want to see why A became B. Or you want to see why people just accept the way things are. Or, you know, like, you want to see the motivations for characters and you want to see, like, why... How they react to failure or success or you want to see them you want to see how they react in like a stressful environment or like a carefree environment or like an environment where it's like it it, it chooses it, it forces them to make hard decisions like going against their values or like going against other people's values or standing up for themselves or standing up against other people who have similar values or different values and it's like a it's cool it's I don't know. I think I just ended with this because I just thought about it. It's like it's the same reason why we like mirrors. It's like, dang, like, is this what people see? You know, I, I, like, I think if you look in the mirror and you're like checking yourself out and like wanna do, you know, make your hair, fix your hair, or like, you know, lose weight or get buff or like whatever, or like, damn, I look good, or you know, whatever conclusion you come to, I think like subconsciously and underneath all those conclusions, like, dang, it's like. Is this what people see? So, yeah, I guess just some food for thought. I hope y'all, guys, gals, non-binary pals, have a great day, week, month, year, life. Love ya. See ya later. Peace.